Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 573. And I wanted to tell you about a beautiful thing I did with the, the kids um, a couple of days ago. If you follow me on social media, you would, uh, would have seen a few photos. Uh, now, I live about 75 kilometres southeast of our capital city here, Melbourne. And uh, it's on the, I guess, we're a, a quite a populated township where, where we live. I mean, there's, I think there's 123,000 people in the Shire, but the Shire spreads fairly far. But the township of Packham itself, I don't actually know how many people are in, in our township. But there's, there's lots, there's like tens of thousands of, of people here. And, but we border the rural area and uh, we don't have to drive very far before we've got farmland and cows and sheep and, and that kind of stuff and all kinds of wild, wild little kangaroos and ka koalas and kookaburras and all types of things. And uh, about a 20 minute drive from here, uh, we have this, um, uh, well, it's called Mount Cannibal, which implies that it's a mountain, which it must technically f f um, technically qualified to be called as a mountain but it's it's more like just a really big hill I suppose and it was uh, burnt down like the whole like the whole mountain was burnt in around this time of the year last year I think it was it's about 12 months ago uh, we we are uh, relatively close to the Bunyip State Forest and that is part of the Bunyip State Forest and it just tore through there, completely decimating it. Now, it's, there's nothing there apart from nature, and there's a walking trail which goes for about one and a half kilometres around it with steps and um, a whole bunch of things. And there's you know, all kinds of different wildlife and wildflowers and native trees and bushes and stuff that, that live in there. And it was completely decimated, and it uh, was closed uh, for, well, I'll say 10 months or so. And it only recently just opened. And I have to say that like councils, or we call them councils here, I guess you might call them counties or something in the US or provinces or something like that in Europe. Uh, but uh, the councils tend to get a, a fairly rough time because you know, they're always talking about how the rates, our house rates are going up and et cetera, et cetera. But I have to say they did an excellent job at fixing, uh, fixing this up. Uh, they put in uh, beautiful pathways, uh, the, the pathways had very much eroded and they put a lot of work in there and I was just really impressed. And you can see that like the whole place was decimated, you can, I mean you can still see the results of that. They've had to cut down a number of trees, They've, uh, you can see that some of them are still standing that are, are black and uh, will probably not come back to life and then there are others that like everything's black but uh, you can see how these trees, we have uh, eucalyptus trees, gum trees uh, here in Australia, they're, they're native to here, and you can see how they've been completely blackened, and then where there were no branches before, the tree has said, you know what, I'm going to shoot out branches here. And it was so beautiful to see all these blackened trees with all this new growth. Uh, all the undergrowth is, is regrowing, and uh, that's all just natural, and it's, it's all just uh, come back up again, and these trees are starting to get another life. And uh, I think that 
it just makes you reflect on the time that we've still got fires burning out of control here. Like if you're overseas, even if you're you know, local, I mean Australian, you know that we have fires still burning out of control in like three different states. Some closest to us are still burning out of control, but there are uh, other ones that have um, subsequently uh, gone out. But uh, where I live, it's like hours away from the closest fire, uh, but we're surrounded in smoke. And I just went out for a little walk before and it's really windy and the, the smoke has come up again. Now I don't suffer from asthma, but I literally walked um, down to uh, the girl's mum's place, which is, well, per walking paths, it's 750 metres. So I walked 1.5 k's there and back and I can feel it in my throat. Uh, so all our outdoor classes have been transferred in, indoors for now and it's really hot outside as well. Uh, so we're in for a really bad day again tomorrow. And, you know, when you think about this, in New South Wales, which is north of me, and some of the fires, I think, have, have joined up. So the fire front, so the front of the fire, which is, you know, keeps moving forward, that is now about 100 kilometres long. Now, if you think about that, so the speed limit here is 100 kilometres an hour. So you can drive on a highway at 100 kilometres an hour in a straight line for an hour and you're still at the fire front. I mean, to me, that's just absolutely astounding. And I was talking about it with a few clients today and none of us can recall, and some of them are older than me, can recall through our childhood where there's been another time like this, where there's been so many fires burning throughout uh, Australia at the, at the same time. And look, there's a whole bunch of talk about global warming and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't think anyone disputes the fact that us as humans are having a, an impact, a negative impact on the planet, and we need to do something about that. Whether this particular event is because of Global warming, I mean, I'll look at it this way. Some of the fires were deliberately lit. That's not global warming. Now, some people would say, well, because everything's so dry, that's why, it, why it's burned. Um, some places haven't had uh, water for uh, quite some time and they're in drought conditions. I mean, it's not, it's probably five years or, or so ago that we were in drought conditions where I live here, which means there's water restrictions, I mean, is it just a natural cycle that, uh, that we go through, whether we were, the planet was inhabited or, or not? Uh, some of them are lightning strikes and, and stuff. I mean, I don't know. This isn't uh, a political podcast. Um, I guess it's easy to jump on these things and say, yeah, it's all this reason. I guess all I'm saying is that maybe there are other, other factors there as well and it's just another cycle, just like the, the Ice Age and and the extinction of dinosaurs and, uh, you know, whatever truly caused these events. I suppose my point is that uh, we are currently in a crisis situation and there's devastation and, I mean, the number of homes that have been lost is ridiculous. Just in New South Wales alone, I think there are over 1,800 homes that have been lost. Um, I was on a phone call the other night uh, with... Uh, some of my team members, and they were talking about how their family has been impacted 
their job has been impacted because they live in a township in Adelaide with 1,500 people and every single occupant, all 1,500 people have been impacted. Now some of them have small businesses and this particular one was like an orchard type business that grew apples. All the trees are destroyed. So what does that mean? This business was also uninsured. That's a whole other discussion, but it was uninsured. Uh, so not only are the business owners potentially gone out of business, their trees are probably completely destroyed. Certainly the crops for this year have been destroyed. Um, they have to make a decision as to how they're going to continue in business. So in the meantime, they've got their workers that whether they be pickers or uh, you know, maintenance people on the plants, you've got the driver, this particular family member was the driver and he was going to be out of work uh, because there's nothing to now cut to and from places. And there are so many stories like that where people have just, you know, lost, lost things. And, um, and it's still going and they reckon it's going to be a bad day again tomorrow. Uh, because as you can see the wind is already picking up here. Um, so, I mean, we just hope that the people stay safe and, um, you know, their assets can be replaced. But people's lives cannot be. And I, I think I said to the girls, um, we, we went yesterday, and I said to them, look, I think it would be a nice thing for us to do, to go and, go and see how uh, Mount Cannibal is, is rejuvenating itself, regenerating. And while I was there, I th it, was, it was kind of quite poignant and, and moving. Like we got to the top of the mountain and there's a photo of me just um, like standing there looking at it. It was very hazy. And I was looking out towards in the direction of the fires and um, the kids took a photo uh, of me doing that. And, you just reflect on, you know, we're fortunate that we're not going through what some other people are, but your heart certainly goes out to them. Um, but it also makes you realise that in the face of a disaster, that you, the forest regrows, the forest can rebuild. And I think this is like the human spirit, as devastating as this is, the human spirit is strong. And you know, when people pull together, when people are in crisis, then you get much faster and better outcomes. And as, as hard as it is, all is not lost. Even though you may think all is lost, all is not lost. And you can rise above this and become strong and happy again and have all the things that you want in your life and if you've lost people then my goodness um, that's it's horrific circumstances to lose people um, in at, at any time but like through a, a disaster like this um, it's it's horrible you just hope that people didn't suffer and that you know they're at peace now um, it, it's tough times, but I, I think standing there yesterday amongst all this beautiful green foliage, it does make you realise that as bad as things look in, in one moment, they can turn around and rebirth and regrow to look something beautiful once again. And that takes healing. If I think about this forest, this mountain, it's taken 12 months for it to get to this stage and it looked desolate for a long time. 
um, because that, that healing process needs to take place. Uh, it's just such a, a similarity to our human nature and human spirit that you can't just move on straight away. You need to go through a healing process in order to, to grow more of that human spirit, grow more of um, who you are and who you are supposed to be in your journey in life so that you can go on and you can move forward and you can still live the dreams that you have and you can heal and you can find a way to move from where you are right now as bad as you think it might be, you can find a way to move forward and to become a better version of yourself. And when you get to the other side, you'll understand what that's all meant. My heart goes out to everybody. One thing that I will say in closing is in these times where it does get so tough and you may be listening to this right now and you've got people that you live on the other side of the world and you've got people that live here and um, their lives have been touched by the fire and uh, you know there, there are, are further days ahead and maybe you're listening to this and you, you're in that situation where you could be, uh, you know, could be affected. Just remember this, you've, you must look after yourself. You must look after yourself first because if you can't take care of you, then you can't take care of anyone else. So that means in these high crisis situations, uh, you've got to prepare yourself. And the easiest thing to do is to just get away from these situations and put yourself in safety. Uh, but we're in for some hot weather, okay? So make sure you stay hydrated. Make sure you look after your own health. Make sure you try and eat nutritious meals where that is possible for you uh, because what can happen, the adrenaline kicks in and that only lasts for so long and then you can find that you can fall in a complete heap, especially if the, that adrenaline mixed with low blood sugars and dehydration is a recipe for disaster. Uh, so stay safe, stay hydrated and do the best that you can to look after yourself first and look after those loved ones around you. I'll talk to you tomorrow.